Hey everybody, this is Kendra. And this is April with the sniffles, apparently. And look at it, it was like right up my nose, know, too. Right? Yeah. You hear like a big... The little lines went creep. <laughs> it's and... like, I wonder if body, like, natural I don't know. whatever's the counts. Music might cover it up. I, I think know, so. Maybe. I hope so. But you guys are listening to nocturnal distractions. Right yes, now. you are. We're distracted by my nose. That was, that's, <laughs> look, that 12 seconds is hard for some people in the room. I'm just saying. I'm getting so much better at it. At least. You are getting better. I just got to not look at you. Um, so we have, I have news, interesting news from Nebraska. Do you know? Interesting or I'm not I'm not sure if interesting is right. It's I find it fucking interesting. interesting. Okay, so <laughs> there's been some stuff that's been happening this last like weekend. Um, because I saw on Twitter, yeah, I Twitter, the Nebraska State Patrol released some statements. So the first one was one October 14th, right outside of our town, hmm. mind you, which Trooper. is Grand Island, Nebraska. Yep, you guys will figure that out eventually anyway. Trooper with the Nebraska troopers with the Nebraska State Patrol have apprehended the subject of a law enforcement alert from Texas and discovered a deceased individual in the trunk of a car. The discovery came after troopers located and pursued a vehicle suspected suspected to be involved in a homicide in Texas. Oh <laughs> shit! In Texas. So this person drove all the way from Texas with a body in the trunk. And whose body was it, Kendra? <laughs> well, I'll get, we'll get there. Oh, geez. So at approximately 2.45 p.m. Friday, Nebraska State Patrol was alerted by authorities from Texas that a vehicle believed to be involved in a homicide was traveling to Nebraska, or in Nebraska. Troopers were able to locate the vehicle, a Mazda, it's actually a Mazda 4, they did that wrong, less than 15 minutes later as it was traveling westbound on Interstate 80 near Grand Island. Hmm. A trooper attempted a traffic stop, but the driver of the vehicle fled at a high rate of speed. The trooper initiated a pursuit. The suspect vehicle con- continued westbound with speeds in excess of 110 miles per hour. After approximately nine miles, the Mazda attempted to slow down, but struck the rear of a semi, left the road, struck a tree, and wound up in the ditch near mile marker 299. Now, did the body pop out in the accident, or no, they found it searching so. stuff? Um, they then, I think afterwards, they located... Um, at this at this point, when this was released, they were still working on identifying the body. The driver was, is a 17-year-old male from Texas, and he was originally transported to St. Francis Hospital, which is right down the Strowry Road. Road me. Street, Strow Road. So that's fun. Um, and then they eventually transferred him back to Omaha. So I think yesterday they identified the body in the trunk. And it was his mother. His, his mom. mom. His the, mom. Wo- the woman who gave birth to him. Yes. That's fucking nuts. He drove from Texas to here with, with his, his mom. Moms, and he's a 17-year-old teenager. And I, she was 49. I wonder if she was dead the whole time. I would assume so. Because right. Because she Texas went said he was a it. suspect in a possible homicide. Uh, and so they had been reported missing back in Texas, like almost right after they went missing from Humboldt County. So they had, they already knew like something was going on. I don't have much more information than that at this point. But a 17 year old had his mom's yeah. dead body in his dead body in the trunk. Oh and it was his God. mom. And he drove, can you imagine driving all the way from Texas? Knowing that they're your mom. And, and you, just a dead body in general is in the trunk. Oh my God. Where was he going? I, I don't even know. That's, that's fucking sad, dude. Yeah. His mom. Yeah. 
I mean, I don't, me and my mom, we got issues, but I ain't killing her, stuffing so, her in a truck and driving her across the fucking country. Obviously, I'm keeping track on that case just because, Hello? what the heck, right? you know, because like, I, there might be more information out now, but I haven't actually looked today because I was doing other stuff and I didn't, that's a rabbit hole that I would get. Yeah, we wouldn't be having down. this podcast today because she'd be yeah, rabbiting all this fucking thing. And then, <laughs> more fun in Nebraska. Oh, we got more. Yeah. Nebraska is just full of joy. Yeah, this is another one that was for immediate release. Only this was back uh, in the beginning of October. Mm-hmm. So, um, Nebraska State Patrol arrests women for attempted murder plot. <laughs> murder Investigators plot. with the Nebraska State Patrol have arrested an Elwood woman following the discovery of an attempted murder plot. What the fuck's a murder plot? Hire for <laughs> plotting murder? What? I know what it is. I just wanted you to say what it was about. What? What is a plan? The, no, you fucking oh. silly ass. A fucking hired gun, like a hitman. A hitman. Like this lady hired. I, in there. I thought that's what I was. Oh, I'm just, re- I'm reading the statement right now. Oh. The investigation began last week when the Gosper County Sheriff's Office received a report from a concerned citizen regarding suspicious comments made by an Elwood woman. The Gosper County Sheriff's Office notified the Nebraska State Patrol. The State Patrol investigator working undercover contacted the woman, identified as Valerie Miller, 39, of Elwood. Following an online conversation, Miller agreed to meet the investigator in person. First of all, you don't hire a hitman online. No, it's not real. Late Monday afternoon, the undercover investigator met with Miller in an agreed-upon location in Lexington. During the meeting, the investigator learned that Miller was seeking to have five specific people killed. This is like a movie. She was hiring a hitman in Elwood, Nebraska. <laughs> Five people she once killed online. Oh my mind you. god! Miller then attempted to hire the investigator to carry out the murders. Wonder how that conversation goes. I got five people. Yeah, right here. I need you. How I mean, much like, is that like cost? Just, they were probably not expecting five. Uh-oh. Following the conclusion of the meeting, Miller drove for approximately two miles, where troopers performed a felony traffic stop. Miller was taken into custody without incident. She's been lodged in Dawson County Jail for a conspiracy to commit murder, five counts of attempted first-degree murder, and making terroristic threats. All right, so who are these five people? Um, right now, I don't know the female's name, but there's a female from Elwood. Uh-huh. Her three young children, oh, ages six, four, and four months. Bitch, one of them killed. Yeah, and <sighs> this person, Valerie's own 20-year-old son. Like so I'm assuming that there's got to be something under, between the enough, son and the other lady. Yeah, but they didn't say her name. Sort of, what the fuck? But it's like I bet it was like her friend or something like that. And oh my god, I don't even three know. small children. Three, yeah, three kids. So she went. Those were the five people that she wanted killed. Oh my god! And it's like, thank goodness, a concerned citizen finally fucking did something good right. for once. Otherwise, that would have been. I mean, and in small towns, although, people have a tendency to keep them. They do. They don't, that was the thing, or they don't take stock in what people say. Because in Elwood, I looked it. I looked it up because I want to see what the population was. It only has seven hundred people, uh-huh. and it's a village. That's where that whole village. Conversation <laughs> the village, fucking village. Um, and so that that I mean, you don't go online like. How do you even do that? Exactly. Do you, where do thinking. you go? Right. Like, not. I'm in? just kind of curious. Like, how do you? Where do you go online mm-hmm. that you could trust a hitman? Right. And he, how did they know how to find her? I don't know. And that's the other thing. It's like, how did they make contact? Right. Intercept because they had to have intercepted yeah, it. of some sort. And I mean, it's not hard to like 
find somebody's email. They probably just dived into the email. And but still, and maybe, but to like, make that work. Either way, she had to have been talking online about like wanting a hitman, and then it's like. I will. I would assume that she would have gotten caught before gone down anyway. But I know. I don't know for sure. But I'm just like, what the fuck is going on in Nebraska? Right. Month? So like, and then in general, and then there's another case in Oklahoma that's crazy right now. Is that the four one that guys, you were just yeah. telling me? Yeah. Four guys went missing on bicycles. Thirty year olds, mind you, and they were found um, fatally shot and dismembered. Oh, all four of them. <laughs> Yeah, but we're, that's, I mean, there's not a whole, I haven't looked that much into it because I literally just found out about that one a couple hours ago, Yeah. but they apparently were going off to do some kind of criminal activity that's that nice. involved some kind of splitting of something, whether it was money, who knows, Right. but something obviously went wrong, Yeah. really wrong. Very, very, they're dismembered. I would say that yeah. that went awry. Yeah. Like shot <laughs> is bad enough, but like dismembered, dismembered. like that's. That's only that only happens if the person really has a problem with you or they are too small to be able to move your body on their own. That's what you were saying. That's fucking crazy, dude. Like all I keep on thinking is like, so Elwood is a small community. I lived there for six months when my son was born, right? And everybody knows everybody and everybody keeps to themselves. So I'm thinking maybe that she was a newcomer to the fucking village or <laughs> to well, the village. Oh, you or, mean the one that called it in? Yeah. That's what I was saying too. I was talking to Brian. I'm like, she must be new. Right. Like, or, oh, there's no way. Yeah. And she must have been like crazy too, to the point where somebody would believe that. Because normally people would go repeating something or going to mm-hmm. the cops, but Elwood's very like, so she had to have been new or just completely off her rocker. She, I, I'm going to assume new because yeah. if she was completely off her rocker, they wouldn't have taken her seriously. Right. So either this other lady, this Valerie has a history yep. in that small town, or this is a newer citizen. Mm-hmm. And as obviously she was spewing it, the comments, wherever she was saying it at loud enough for other people to hear. Yeah. So I don't know hair salon. Right. And okay, no, I so, see a picture of the bitch. It's not a hair salon. It's not a hair salon. So get this like, oh, where did I, how did I lose my train of thought? Right. I'm thinking it is an affair between the son and the older woman. But I don't know how old the woman is. And she, cause she's got she three, three young kids. kids. Yeah. Three young kids though. I feel like, probably I mean, 30, no. I'm, I'm maybe thirties. Maybe. Well, I don't know. People be having kids young I know, nowadays. But I, it's just one of those things yeah. where it's like, but it was, it, it didn't say her name time. and it didn't say how old she was. So. Living in small towns, I can only imagine. And then they went to Lexington. That's where my family's from. It's well, just yeah, they weird. Had to to, they had to go to a bigger city to meet up. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you, can't meet, you can't meet your hitman <laughs> that you're hiring in your own small town. <laughs> yeah, like People are going to talk. Never mind the fact that you've made these terroristic <laughs> threats. Right. Nobody's going to talk about that. It's funny that you said they had to go to a bigger city and they went to Lexington. <laughs> well, I mean, compared to Elwood. It's a bigger city. It's just, oh my God. Ah, fucking, you're right. Everybody's gone crazy mad. So that's that's that was the fun in Nebraska. Yay, that's happened. So I I don't usually have much like true crime current news to share with anybody. That, but there like, it is. From- is relevant to like anything that I know about, basically. <laughs> but I was very invested in finding out that information yesterday on the ride home from Norfolk. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, you heard it first here on. K&A podcast crime shit. K&A. K&A. Kendra and April. Yeah. That was quick movements right there, wasn't it? I was saying AK. <laughs> Dude. AK. Like, dude, we should totally get shirts that say AK on them. <laughs> 
I and I have a catchy little thing. That that's a thing that's gonna happen. All right, okay, I'll get your ass. Okay, all right. So I have a a, a part, part two. two. <laughs> I have a part two. I know. Did you see what I labeled your last episode? I'm like, oh, April has two part of four. <laughs> yeah, that's right, April. And then I put sings. It's the end of world. <laughs> that's fucking great. I love it. What's happening? What is happening? Okay, so Where did we end off. At? We ended off at our um, theories, right? Okay, that's right. Right. Holt murder. Okay, what? Let's catch everybody yep. up. So, give a brief recap of that's what yes. happened. So, the Evangelista murders, and they're a cult murder, <laughs> and Detroit's most sinister crime as of date, right? And it was a husband, Benny, and his wife, Santana, and their um, four children: eighteen-month-old Mario, Angelina, seven. Uh, Margaret five and Jenny all girls damn except for Mario and Jenny was four now he established in Pennsylvania but he was into the occult stuff okay. and doing stuff and Catholics don't like that so his brother sent him away so he was in Detroit established himself worked hard and got into this stuff again and then all of a sudden they came up dead and how did they wind up dead what was interesting about yes this? the mom and the dad their heads were severed off gone the dad's um, head was put at his feet with a pitcher's yeah. Of a casket. Like a triangle yeah. Thing. And it was his son who had died previously. Mm -hmm. And then the small baby had the head bashed in and the wife had the head cut off and the other two had just been slaughtered. Mm -hmm. The other three had just been slaughtered, mm -hmm. you know, across the hall. And police come in and they trample all over everything. Oh, yeah. And you had people coming into the crime scene. Because mm -hmm. it's in the 20s. Yeah. And they didn't know any better. And so they had... They had three three different That's theories. Three big theories. Yes. One of them was basically a mob theory, mm -hmm. right? And then the second one was real a real estate. And then the third one was an old tenant tenant of his. Remember the last one that I yeah, had? Yeah, it was something that went wrong with the, the whole occult thing, wasn't it? Yeah, the whole occult. Okay. Well, they're putting the occult thing and the um, mob thing, oh, like kind of all in one, why? I believe. I don't know because they don't want to think of it being a cult. You know what I'm saying? They're saying like all the little mm -hmm. evidence and things that was there mm -hmm. kind of added up to, I think that's what their brains were going to because gotcha. nobody wants to think spooky shit. Yeah. Cause I think that we had decided that the real estate dude who like the, he had one of his tenants come in and pay him off and they thought maybe it was him. And I think we kind of ruled him out Yeah, because the other two options seemed more likely. Right. But then if you do remember, a third one came in. Oh, what was the third one? I mean a fourth one came oh. in. And that was remember when he lived in Pennsylvania and when he first started That's right. okay. Yep, when he first started doing mm -hmm. all of that stuff, he had a friend, um, Arlene Arlen and Angelino. There you go. Is what we're gonna call her, right? Um he had murdered his wife and his kids and they put him in a sane asylum. Mm -hmm. Right. And in this time frame he had broke out. That's right. And we thought, well, if he found him. Yep. And so I feel like that's more of the thing. But that's where we left off. Okay. And um, here we go. In 1923, Benny's old friend, Arlene Angelo, I'm calling him Arlenis. A-U-R-E-L-I-U-S. Aurelius. Aurelius. Uh, Aurelius. <laughs> right. I'm going to just keep calling him old friend. Um, okay. Call him who, a. <laughs> who, a dog. <laughs> um, who had murdered two of his children with an axe. Um, that's so sad. With an axe, uh -huh. He escaped from the uh, Pennsylvania prison or the criminal 
or the criminally insane where he was incarcerated. A little better. You would think. Um, but in the in the twenties. Still. In the twenties, I feel like they had a better lockdown on those sons of bitches, maybe. I think so. They kept them all heavily medicated usually. Right? And they tortured them too. It was horrible. It's, it's so for the criminally insane um, where he was incarcerated and was never seen again. Had Angelino somehow made his way to Detroit, where his old friend had, had set up an eerie basement room? <laughs> eerie. Well, yeah, eerie. yeah, you know, eerie. it's got I all mean, of that you got stuff. All the occult stuff and the, and the spell stuff and the. Yeah, I mean, it's at that time, it's definitely a creepy, taboo, eerie, taboo yeah. subject stuff like Satan stuff. People would uh, akin it to. Right. You know, it's not. <laughs> it is certainly possible that he was there um, and proof of this, but there was no proof of this. There's no yeah. way because he's. Well, I mean, he could have come and, and gone. Yeah. I mean, he comes in, he kills all of them. He leaves his little mark by putting his head down with the body or the picture of his dead son, kind of representing his own dead children, and then bounces because this is the 20s. Right. They don't do fingerprints, they don't do DNA, and it wouldn't matter because everybody's traipsing all over the crime scene. Pretty much. The Detroit police seem to have investigated, invested more of their time in the pursuit of the Ambrodio, the tenant. Um, really? Look, yeah. Looking back after more than 80 years, the natural, the nature of the crime itself seemed more damaged, seems the most damning evidence against the friend. The murder seemed the most closest match to the crime that Angelino committed mm -hmm. um, back in New York. Yeah, relax. Uh-huh. And it's not hard to imagine him slowly making his way west to Detroit and finally tracking down his old partner in voodooism. Mm -hmm. And the code word for occult, the code, oh, that's the code word for occult activity. And the police and the newspapers were in those days. Upon arriving at the door of his... Old the friend. door, yeah, um, new prosperous evangelista. Um, it is possible that Angelo thought back um, over the horror of the previous nine years and felt rage boiled up inside of him, and he just lashed out, you know? He could have. I mean, it's definitely could have been a crime, of, but he had to have an axe with him. Yeah. I don't, and, or he had it planned. Um, it isn't hard to imagine the escaped madman and the convict axe murder slithering into an open window mm -hmm. while Benny sat there at his desk during early morning hours. And once inside the house, how difficult it would, how difficult would it have been for him to murder the family mm -hmm. of the man who left him back in New York, you know, mm -hmm. rotting in an insane asylum mm -hmm. while he practices magic and grew fat. <sighs> yeah, because he was doing all these real estate deals. Uh-huh, and, and of selling spells and potions. It's not hard to imagine that at all. Like, I, I'd be pissed too if I was a friend. That yes. makes a whole lot more sense. Because I think the only thing they had against that tenant that came over there was, like, what, a pair of really clean boots and yep. a banana knife. Yeah. And a banana knife's not going to behead anybody. If anybody no. looked at our Instagram from last time, like, a banana knife is literally just shaped like a banana. Did but it's not it open? Gonna no. Oh, okay. like it was just curved. Like it's not going to cut somebody's head off. No, it's not. <laughs> yet after the yet and yet after Angelino escaped from the estate of Pennsylvania custody in 1923, no records of him exist. They couldn't find no records of him ever existing. Which is surprising. 
Right. Because in the 20, like, it's would have been so easy to just create a new identity back then. Oh, yeah. Like, nobody's asking for papers or birth certificates or anything. You could say you're Mo Joe, I'm a doctor. Bob Joe, and uh, yeah, whatever, you know, go go out west, for God's sake, you know. Right. Um, and he couldn't be found anywhere else, not in Detroit, Pennsylvania, anywhere. Mm-hmm. Could a family of six been slaughtered so easily? Yeah. The killer simply disappeared it's certainly possible as history has proven time and time again the list acts murder house oh huh, that's true mm-hmm. this- around the same time 1920s oh wow wasn't it one of like i did a story and i was telling you it was the one where the irish man yeah the, there was no connection there was no connection no, okay <laughs> okay and I didn't even know. You're like, oh, I wonder if it was. Yeah. Da, 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 da. No, but the, that's, I mean, that was in the 20s too. The Velisco axe murder, you know, whole family axed to death in their beds. Nobody, it's unsolved. That is fucking nuts. People just like to axe people down. Well, back then. The murder will never be solved. But for the purpose of bringing an end to the tale, we simply say that an evil spirit of some sort escaped upon, or what does it say? exacted retribution upon Evangelina and his family's unwritten and his unwritten family. When he was finished, he disappeared into the human, the human July night, leaving his bloody fingerprint on the door. Oh, that's right. They um, one bloody fingerprint. Mm-hmm. They got like all screwed up anyway. When he left himself, when he let himself out of the house filled with death, several years ago, the Evangelista home of St. Alban, on St. Albans Street was demolished. So this house had been... Oh, dang, I was about to say, I wonder if that's still standing. I bet that's haunted. Darn. Yeah. I mean, not, you know. All that remains now is an empty lot um, that has never been used again. I don't... I don't... They shouldn't have never tore the fucking house down. Well, because, look, it's like nobody's going to live there. Yep. So it probably fell into such disrepair they didn't have much of a choice. It sucks that they wouldn't have, like try to upkeep it you know i know you have to have somebody come by to begin with to upkeep it it's the most sinister fucking i understand that but that's also like look i like herb baumeister that i'm researching like they could not sell his house worth shit and it was way below market value because why he's a serial killer nobody wants to live in a house that that shit's happened in right like even though there's everybody like there's so many people out there like oh, i don't believe in ghosts or anything paranormal but they won't move into a house like that fuck no i won't if i knew it i'm not going there but that's what i mean it's like <laughs> mm-hmm. okay if you don't believe in ghosts then what's the problem right right hmm. um um there are demo there are decimated body screams that's the word screams heard on the occasion see uh-huh. They say a headless man who walks a lot, who walks the lot and vanishes. Are such stories true? No one could say, but it is a wonder that these tales are told. There's a reason why these tales are told. History has left its mark here and it was written in blood. So, you know, if they had left the darn building standing, at least you wouldn't see the ghost wandering around in an empty lot. Right? Like the more when I was reading it, I feel like. I think it's got to be the friend. I think so too. Because and I don't think he just came in and like snuck through a window and slaughtered him. I think that his friend found his friend. Mm-hmm. And since he was on the run, he had to be hidden. So nobody knew he was there. Or nobody. It, or it could have been he was on the run. He got, went to his friend and his friend helped um, him. Or Benny decided, like, I don't want anything to do with you. Like, you're on the run. And he got this off. He's like, You left me over here. 
Yeah. After whatever, whatever. And now you're going to turn me away. Right. I For some reason, I mean, that is a good possibility. I mean, that, that's, that's possibility probably, too. But I feel like to murder the entire family, he had to have been there and established to know the house, be able to do that and live the night yeah, and nobody see too, him to and know things what, like that. Because they were all in their bedrooms. They were all sleeping. Uh-huh. And, and like nobody heard any screams or cries. So I yeah. feel like. And that could be too. He could have been hiding them. Uh-huh. And whoever did it knew them. Yes. Was comfortable with the house. He allowed them and I don't think there was no sneaking in or anything. No, because if he caught Benny at his desk. Yeah. While and everybody else is still asleep, like, yeah. He would have had another layout of the house uh-huh. and where everybody was and how and where the picture frames are and yeah. whatever else and how to get out of there other than leaving a bloody fingerprint, which Yeah. And don't go into crime scenes. Exactly. And because it had to have been personal, because like you had said, personal people cut off parts. Yeah. And like and just the, beat the shit out of things. Mm-hmm. So I think his friend is more liable. That's what that's what I would think more than like the mob because I didn't feel like I mean I didn't see much of a connection other than like oh we want money but yeah. no nothing was stolen. No, except for panties, a whole bunch of panties. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. I don't think the mob steals panties usually. No. And they would have taken things out of the house, and that's true. If it was the mob, they would have. And if it was the mob trying to somehow seek. I don't revenge on Benny. They would have just killed his family and left him. Yeah, they would have. That's very or done true. something like that because that's how the mob works. Like yeah. they don't leave people alive. They go for your family first to get right. to you. Type of a situation. That's true. And then they didn't take anything. So, Ex- yeah. So his friend. I agree. I think that it would have to be because, and then it's one of those things where I know last time you were like, well, how would he have wound up finding where he was? Well. I was listening to another podcast and there's this uh, lady whose husband like just like up and left one day and she like tracked him across the country. And this was like in the early 1900s. Oh, wow. Yeah. And like trying to find her husband, right? It winds up in this town like, hey, does anybody know this person? This And one guy's like, yeah, he's married to this chick. And she's like, no, he's married to me and whips out like the wedding or like the, you know, license or. Oh, wow. <laughs> Anyway, but the point is, like, she was able to track him down down. somehow. You know what's really crazy? Now, when you think about the 1920s, they were still doing the buggies with the horses. Mm -hmm. Like, they didn't have cars back then. Yeah, and, like, the trains were getting going. Yeah. Cars were starting to, and that's why Detroit was growing. But But mostly, mm -hmm. you can see these people, and I think it's beautiful. It's like the Victorian times. They're in their little buggies, but you're fucking killing people and hopping into buggies and riding horseback yeah. and you still had like and the you little still left the paper were... trail somehow yeah. so people could find you that's the other crazy thing and yeah at the same time you can disappear yeah right because the, that shoot was them up they had too. like what are those like gun shows well in the wild west yeah, yeah like, not so much like the big cities anymore but... no but it was that same time frame like i'm trying to like because envision like here's it wasn't with, that long yeah. ago. Because here's the thing with the 1920s, they were kind of a different period anyway. Because like if you were on one of the coast, it was fit, like you had more of the development, the bigger cities, fast and stuff was more fast paced. But then I mean, to get towards the Midwest, like stuff was still being settled, yeah. kind of, you know. So it wasn't there was more Wild West there as compared to a bigger city. Mm-hmm. They weren't having you know, Tommy gun fights in the Right. <laughs> there weren't a bunch of flappers out here in Nebraska at that no, time, there you wasn't. know? And so it's like, it, it was, it's like two different 
yeah uh, times in general when it's at the same time and then you got the great depression following right after it and that wasn't that long ago no it wasn't our it world wasn't. is very small yeah we've we've only been alive and established for like not very long this, this country no not no not the not even just the country but now okay i'm getting into a dive just as a whole yes as a whole you know like we still got a lot of living left to do on this planet because we were just riding horses back then true but the planet's been around a long time too and it if has. you go with what some scientists say got some only got so many light only so many years i don't know and i was talking can you imagine if you were born let's say 1920 uh -huh. and the stuff that was going on then and you lived to be 80 so till 2000 and the changes we had this talk before okay so like my grandma holy shit changes went from having no tv to having one channel to having only black and white to seeing it in color having multiple channels to now on your phone like that's the progression yeah, that people my have grandma seen. went from going out into an outhouse no indoor plumbing you know on the prairie type of a thing mm -hmm. to having it and all then, of a sudden everything's internet we wonder why they can't figure it out right or or like having no phone at all and then yeah. one phone in a certain mile a party radius, line right and then now your phone you could take it with you everywhere and you can like do every you can run a business from your phone yeah and they want to treat our old people like shit like if it wasn't for them surviving the great mm -hmm. fucking depression and showing us and what innovating. humanity could do and teach like we would be fucked so it's like uh, when, when you stop and think about that like even let's just think in the last 50 years so back to like 1970 yeah. and look how much has developed since then yeah. you know internet and the cell phone and all that stuff and then think about what what have we accomplished really in the last 20 years that's been a big that thing big. yeah nothing. like that much of a jump like i i just think it'd be mind-blowing to be born like in the 1920s and then live to be past 80 in like the 2000 2000 you know Wait, why do you think i love old people so much I it's fucking just love like them it's one of those things where it's like i would and even how it's like i would just, i would just think it would be fan fascinating to right. see that change when we're not really able to see that like yeah stuff is changing but it's not that ginormous way. Change. They were doing leaps. Like we're only going to see see small changes. I mean, we see little changes, and maybe we don't think that they're as big as they actually are because of whatever. whatever but yeah. you know, our biggest thing is five G, which we can't even have because T Mobile hates us. Because fuck um, T Mobile. But okay, so get this. I always wonder. Do you ever wonder like where the bachelorette party came from? Bachelor and bachelorette party. I try not to think about it. Right. So when our grandparents, <laughs> so people like. In Nebraska, in the smaller town, you will have towns where the bricks are. And that's where the streets are completely made of bricks, like mm -hmm. going this way, right? And that's usually the small town, downtown Not area. Not necessarily Omaha. Yeah, Lincoln still have downtown oh. on brick things. But, that is yeah. so fucking cool. But so back in the day, like people would get married mm -hmm. and then the guy would put the woman in a wheelbarrow and wheelbarrow them down the bricks, right? And the whole town would like be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then later that evening, now this is after you're married, right? Mm -hmm. Later that evening or like a week later or whatever, the girls would go and prank the house. They would put salt in the sugar and sugar in the flour and they'd get rice and throw so it on the bed. No, no, oh. they're still, okay. you know, and they would do all these little trick mm -hmm. things, right? And then people would gather around their house in their cars at like nine o'clock when that's really, really late and honk their horns and they would come in and have tea all together. See, now I see a smaller town doing that. Maybe yeah. Like in Omaha, but. 
but then, and then you have the bachelor part. And I feel like that's where it progressed from. Like those are those little, that's what you get yeah. from old people. And that's where you could see the progression and what they've been through and how long they've done stuff. And it's just when my, beautiful. When my mom's mom passed and we were going through her stuff, like we found some of the stuff from like their bachelor and bachelorette parties. And like, it was like a, a hand sewn doll with like, the penis and oh. like stuff like that like that was you know Risk that's what they then. did back then instead oh of like real you know and it's like i look at like how people do bachelor and bachelor parties nowadays and i'm just like why unnecessary it's not it's not <laughs> i really i mean and maybe it's just because i, I don't drink or anything like what's the point I mean, I mean, I, I get the point. It's like, oh, one last day of freedom, one last, you know, whatever. One, like, you're not going to go get drunk when you're married. I'm confused. Right. Like, if you're worried, like, this is your one last night of freedom, I feel like you're not with the right person, and you shouldn't yeah. be getting married if you feel like it's a trap. But or I it's one of what they like, say. oh, let's get strippers. Like, no, like, I did it's like one of those things where it's like, lady, have you ever been to a strip club before this point? Why would you want them now? I don't want a dong in my face. <laughs> We're gonna close it at that. I don't want a dog in my face. I'm just saying. I really don't feel like it's like, a necessity women of life. Understand this. Women do not want dogs in my in face. Their face or pictures of it on their phone. Nope, nope, nope. And I don't. I just don't. And the ridiculous amount of money that people spend on that kind of stuff too anymore. I've been watching too much Charlotte Dobray where she just shames like weddings and bachelorette parties that are just like entitled and extravagant and like. Yeah, I feel stupid. like that's just too much. I think weddings are be beautiful. They, they are, are, but I feel like it's the in, amount of money that people spend because it's not about the the marriage anymore. No. You know, I don't know if it ever was. I don't like a piece of paper. Sorry to all you married folks. Yeah, I'm the but same it's way. not for me personally. But if it's your thing, it should be about you guys getting married. Yeah, it should and be about the love about, that you guys are sharing. It should not be about what color the flowers are and whether or not you have this to eat and whether or not this music is playing you have this photographer and right it's a showboat contest and i'm like well you like, just took the magic out of all of it so all yeah. this pretty shit meant nothing yeah and so. it's like and i know a lot of people it's like a religious reason thing and yeah. that's why they get married whatever like i i myself my own opinion and this is just me because i don't follow a religion so to speak yeah i don't need a piece of paper and the government involved really right to be committed to somebody no not at all and it's it would be really crazy. hard to mesh that with this our spirituality that i have with, yes it would like that would be a very interesting ceremony don't get me wrong I wonder but like it's it's just it seems to me like it's an unnecessary amount of money spent Agreed. that could be going towards other things like they people go into debt on their wedding before I they know. start their life together i it's like, why don't I, I would rather just take a really nice honeymoon trip somewhere, go to a bunch of Airbnbs. Right. Kendra's just finding out about Airbnbs. No, like she's I, known no, about I've known, them. But I went but, down a rabbit yeah. hole, all right? And if you go to the Airbnb app, they've got all these things at the top for the different houses. Things. Yeah. It's so cute. I went down at a group tonight, too. We all did. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for listening to us <laughs> today. You, Look, I'm excited. I know like, you are. Just so you guys know. So you maybe stick around for a while. Yeah. You remember earlier, Way quite earlier. a few episodes ago, like yeah. in the beginning, we talked about the Velisca Axe Murder House and going there overnight with a different podcast group. Well, now we've got more podcasters that want to go and we're going to be doing it this spring. 
And so I was looking at Airbnbs to stay at in the same area type of thing. And that's where the Airbnb is. But so that's coming up eventually in the spring of this next year. So that's exciting. you guys should just stick to... around to wait for that because that'll be fun. I am. I told Kendra I'm sleeping in the same bed with you, and she goes, "April, I Nobody's don't know. Gonna we sleep. have bunk beds." I said, "Kendra, I need a human live body next to me when I'm fucking sleeping, <laughs> but not in the Airbnb, uh, dude." Yeah, but we could share one of the double beds. Okay, the queen bed. As long as I get to touch a live body part of yours, that's oh, going to make me know Lord. that you're alive and that I'm you'll kinda... be there. Somebody, people, new people, you can sandwich me in if you want to, but I'm scared of No, actually, things. you know what? I, that's fine because some of the other ladies, I think they're going to try to kill us. Oh, oh, no. Geez. Some of the stuff that they say, I'm like, I I'm terrified to be overnight with you people now. Just FYI. Because, like, one of them's like, yeah, well, I never really thought about it, but if somebody was to want to be a murderer, the best way to do it would be to infiltrate a bunch of true crime people. I'm like, oh, I'm scared. I think the only person that should be scared is me because you guys are like pro advocate on it, on it, on it. I'm no, new no. to this. So but you guys can kill me and I wouldn't no, know anything. Here's the thing. You've got two co-hosts. You've got two hosts on most of these podcasts, right? Mm -hmm. One of them does social media stuff and it's usually the one that knows more about true crime. The that other one, Kendra. the other one you don't really hear from. That would be me. Exactly. <laughs> so there's going to be others of you. So all the others of us need to watch the fuck out. For us. Not me though. I'm nonviolent. That's what the nonviolent ones always say, Kendra. Well, That's the other one, the cupcake ladies. <laughs> I love you, crime scenes and cupcakes. <laughs> oh, I love you guys. I okay. love you, Kendra. Um, so that is that is that. And if you maybe want. I'll have an update on the Nebraska crap. Yeah, you can throw a new one in there somewhere. Somewhere I'll update that. Oh, oh, and then you nocturnal distress. If you would like to go to us and see all about us, I'm messing that up. Real, you can go to nocturnaldistractions.com. And at the bottom of the page, there's a link that gets yes. you to all the other links. Did I do so that right? whatever, whatever you listen to us on at the bottom of the show notes. On the bottom of the show notes. That's what it is. There's a link and it, it will either say link to all the things or it'll say link tree. And that's going to take you to all the socials, the website, the Patreon page, our donation page, yada, 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 yada. Or yeah. you can find us on any of those platforms also. Or yeah. you can email us. At nocturnaldistractions.com. No, email. Email. Wasn't that what it was? At gmail.com. Oh, at gmail.com. <laughs> Did I say email.com? Yeah, you know, you oh, said nocturnaldistractions.com. Oh, at gmail.com. <laughs> gmail I just always figure everything's at gmail. But not everybody, because some of them I've got a Yahoo. a few Yahoos. Yeah, but Yahoo's. Yeah. Yahoo. I've met a lot of Yahoos. Um, <laughs> but yeah. I forgot what else I was going to say. There's something else. Crap. Crap, crap. Well, we love you. No and dongs we'll and faces. No that's, dongs and faces. That's all I got. <laughs> Stay out of crime scenes if there is one. And please, no dongs. if you faces. invite me to a bachelorette party, I do not want a dong in my face. Nope. No dongs. I feel like I want to get married now and just have a bachelor party just to dong your face. I'm not going to come. You would too. I wouldn't dong your face. Where are you going to find strippers around here? Oh, like, my God. I like male. Like, well, mm. then you could apparently find a fucking hitman. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Online. Oh my god. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. They're probably easier to find around here than strippers, let's face it. At least decent ones. 
Yeah. I don't know. I, I know she's talking like, like, she's oh, like, like I know everything about the criminal. Like, I kind of want to. Like, I kind of want to research, like, how does somebody find a hitman online? But I'm afraid I'll get flagged and arrested for that shit. Even mm, though, like, yeah. I'm like, no, I'm a true crime podcast. I Like, I am just interested about this shit. I'm just, I want you to do it. I just want to, I just want to see the, I just want to see how this all plays out. I want to <laughs> oh know. Back. I want to see how it all plays out. We better go because we're going on tangents now. <laughs> But they're fun. They it has, are fun. They're relevant. They are relevant. I totally want you to start looking that shit up, though. I, want I might FBI just, ask, I might just ask some other people that are in some of these chats because I feel like that'd be right. Um Also, on Instagram, I'm going to be posting some pictures of that neighbor's house across the street that I talked about last time that I'm going to be keep that I was keeping my eye on to see if more bodies showed up. Well, some more bodies showed up over there. They're standing up, so I'm assuming that they're decoration, although one of the other podcasters said rigor mortis does funny things, so now I'm scared again. <laughs> and so I took some pictures of it today, and I'll post those up on Instagram, too, just so you guys are up to date on the neighbor's uh, happenings. Happenings, whatnot, and have yous. Yeah, I'm glad Who's I'm across it? the street. Just saying. <laughs> but she's across the street. You're, like, right there. It's a busy street. I mean... Stop it. <laughs> She's like, I've been here to... for three years and nobody's over killed me yet. <gasps> yet. What if you're a ghost? I'm not a ghost. Says you. I think somebody <laughs> would have noticed by now. Um, I must be a really fucking good ghost then. Like, I'm solid as hell. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Shit. Oh, shit. She's a ghost. We got ghostess. Zombie. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Dude. What? Uh, Jeremiah asked me to walk to the store with him today and I laughed at him. I'm like, I just got up. Like, that's fucking funny. He's all like, if we have a zombie apocalypse, you're like, you're not coming with me. I was like, I already know this. <laughs> I already know this. Will you just shoot me in the dome? You know, like, just make it quick and yeah, easy. Yeah, exactly. Right? Because fuck that shit. I'm not running after no, nope. I don't think zombies will move as fast as they think that they do. I don't know. But... And I, okay, me, I'm be, I better be able to run at that point because I can't shoot with shit. Mm mm. Although I got a Brian. Legitimately, that does not seem like a fun life running from zombies forever. I got just, a Brian. Yeah, just shoot me. Or that. Yeah, just do that. I don't want to live through the zombie mm. apocalypse. No. No No, fun. because, like, even if you did live through it, like, rebuilding. Sucks. Yeah, no. No. Now I, that I think about it, like, what's the point? Yeah, just fucking shoot me. Like, just give me a bottle of Tylenol. Let me take care of it myself. End scene. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. In scene. <laughs> and we're done. done. We love you guys. Oh, go rate us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, if you would like to leave us a written review. That'd be fantastic. I like reading the ones that we do have. And um, good pods also you can put ratings on. Sweet. And Audible. I'm trying to think of the ones you can actually put ratings on. I think it's those four. Oh, for sure. Nice. So. All right. Otherwise, we love you guys. Sounded like you said Budweiser. When? Just now when you said otherwise. Budweiser. Oh. Yeah. All right. Goodbye. Love you. We love you. <laughs> Have a good night. <laughs>